You're listening to WNYC's podcast, featuring the best 2018 midterms coverage from our talk shows and our award-winning local newsroom. Keep in mind, some segments may be edited for length. You can find the full shows on your favorite podcast app. Basically, I'm going to write mark your calendars. This is the second time today Sarah O'Neill is sitting down to write postcards. I'm a slow writer, sorry. Mark your calendars. There's 10 people sitting at a living room table in the East Village, drinking homemade tomato soup from mugs, sharing different colored markers and pens. Do you have a list of houses you're supposed to stop? Yeah, the, like possible Democratic voters. These are volunteers for postcards to voters, a now nationwide effort to encourage Democrats to vote. And this particular group is writing to New Yorkers whose state senators used to be part of the now-defunct Independent Democratic Conference, or IDC. That's the group of renegade Democrats that was cooperating with Republicans in the state Senate. The postcards say, hey, just so you know, your incumbent has a Democratic challenger that you should vote for. True blue uh, Democrats. Is running for state Senate? I've participated in 105 postcard campaigns, and I think a lot of the people here, Pat and uh, Ellen and Corinne, have to. It's not a groundbreaking idea, sending reminder mailers. The key ingredients here are handwritten cards and a list of addresses of prospective Democratic voters across the country. And that list is put together by a guy they know as Tony the Democrat. I uh, spell that T-O-N-Y. And then the Democrat. I tracked him down to a suburb of Atlanta, Georgia. His real name is Tony McMullen. He has a day job, but he's also worked on a lot of political campaigns. And one of the skills he picked up is sifting through voter files. These are big, unwieldy sets of electronic data that are public records with names of voters, their addresses, and which elections they voted in. I've lost track of the number of voter files I've worked with over the years. Uh, It really does not take me more than 30 minutes to uh, slice and dice. Tony now has a team of volunteers, 18,000 people who have signed up on his website to write postcards to voters across the country. They work for free and they buy their own supplies, including the stamps. They've sent about 2.7 million pieces of mail for 106 campaigns in the last year and a half. One of them even built him a bot that sends new addresses to his writers when they ask for more. It seems like the appeal of postcarding is that it can be done anytime, with or without a group. Someone on Twitter described it as resistance for introverts. And the Facebook page and hashtags that have sprung up around postcards to voters are overwhelmingly positive spaces, which maybe comes from a cardinal rule of the cards. Never go negative. We never use the word Trump or Republican. We never call out the opposition candidate in any of our talking points. This is uh, supposed to be a fun, friendly election reminder. Okay, so people are feeling good getting these postcards. They're feeling good writing them. But how do those feelings translate into votes? Meet David Nickerson. I'm an associate professor of political science at Temple University. He's worked on campaigns for the past two decades. His job was to conduct experiments to see which strategies mobilize voters the most. Door knocking and phone banking are the most effective. When it comes to direct mail, he says the best tactic is shame. Usually what works best is a very plain, boring, government-looking letter that says, 
you know, you didn't vote in the last election, please vote in this election. For those glossy candidate campaign flyers that arrive by snail mail, he says there's a formula. You can expect one piece to boost voter turnout by about half a percentage point. So that's five votes for every 1,000 mailers sent. A 2007 study showed handwritten notes are about three times as effective. Nickerson says maybe it's about the novelty of a person in upstate New York getting a letter from, say, Colorado. The more personal the method is, the better it is at getting voters to participate. Like, how often do people get handwritten letters nowadays? That's pretty rare. Over 283,000 postcards have gone out to New Yorkers ahead of the week's primary. A few weeks ago, a woman in District 38, that's Rockland County, got one in the mail. So the postcard starts out, hi, from Susan from Oregon, and then goes on to inform me of a candidate, Julie Goldberg, who is running against my current New York State Senator, David Carlucci. We're calling this woman Tara because she's worried that publicizing her political views could have an impact on her job. Tara says she's voted for Carlucci in the past without thinking twice. Okay, well, I'm a Democrat, and he's a Democrat, and, you know, I know his cousin from high school, and he runs all the same charity 5Ks that I do. But the postcard mentioned that Carlucci was an IDC member. She'd never heard that term before, so she got into it. She looked up his voting record. And, you know, you get the mailers from your candidates once a year talking about all the great stuff that they've been doing and all the great stuff that they've been co-sponsoring. And they never mentioned that they let it die in committee because of their, you know, buddy-buddy relationship with the Republicans. You know, it's alarming. Carlucci got asked about the IDC a lot at a recent debate. He said he'll work with anyone, and that's a good thing. Look, I'm a Democrat. I believe in democratic principles, and I've never once uh, put those democratic principles aside. What I've said is, hey, I've got a job to do. I've said, I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, independent, libertarian, vegetarian. Tony the Democrat says he doesn't usually take sides in democratic primaries, but he made an exception to take on New York's IDC incumbents. He says the best feeling comes from watching candidates he's written for win really close races, where a couple hundred votes made the difference. We see so many responses from people telling us that they didn't know about that special election. Thank goodness for the postcard. They've been throwing all the other things away, but they keep ours. <laughs> right? they, they put it on their kitchen counter and have been looking at it multiple times a day. That's direct marketing gold. The deadline for New York writers was last Friday, so the postcards would reach people before tomorrow's primary. They'll take a little break, then begin writing for the November elections, starting with Texas. Thanks for writing the postcards, Zach. No problem. Shamita Basu, WNYC News. Thanks for listening to Politics Brief. If you want more, visit wnyc.org slash election.